from round the corner to your street and neighbourhood. This is Pablo for breakfast. Every Friday we catch up with King of the Nerds, Adam Ross, to chat TV and movies. He's back with us. Adam, good morning. I'm sitting on my throne as we speak, Pablo. <laughs> <laughs> now, today it's going to be only movies, and we thought we'd mix it up because each week we talk about the next new thing, right? And uh, the next week rolls on, and it's the next new thing. It's the new shiny object in the room. But I thought this week we could kind of look backwards, 2023, and your top three movies so far. So where do you want to start, one or three? Let's start at three. You okay. know, let's create a bit of suspense here. You know, um, look, I try to create a little bit of a diverse list here, but these are, you know, and look, nerds like me, film critics, we just stress about these lists and we think that they've got to be the most definitive thing about intellect we've ever made, you know. But um, I thought about it and I thought, you know, just what are the three purest kind of cinematic experiences that I had this year? And so number three is John Wick Chapter 4. Mm. Now, I, um, I look, I, you know, I want to jump between a few different genres here today, but... Look, I am, uh, you know, I am a dude and I am susceptible to dude cinema and John Wick Chapter 4 is basically apex dude cinema. So, you know, I mean, look, there is basically absolutely no reason why this fourth instalment in this basically ludicrous action franchise should be this good. But director Chad Stileski here and uh, star Keanu Reeves, just they leave nothing in the tank. Everything is on the table here. This is a film that is deeply hungry and what they've done which is kind of you know this is the way that films should work is every installment has made them better at what they do and what they do is they kill people so you know like i mean this one it is exhaustive you know it's just you know just kind of shy of three hours uh and the body count is you know the highest i've probably ever encountered but (laughs) they basically you know i mean it's got about nine indelible action sequences in this thing and just when you think that you're getting a grip on what keanu is physically capable of or what that they can pull off in terms of action choreography they just top it and they top it you know and this year we were uh you know we're lucky enough to get another one of of Tom Cruise's Mission Impossible's, and normally they are the last word in kind of jaw-dropping action, but I think John Wick Chapter 4 just has them beat, you know, like you've got Keanu driving a car with no doors in reverse while shooting two, you know, guns akimbo, blowing away bad guys, and <laughs> it looks real to me, you know, and, I, and I've got a, you know, a really keen eye for what is fake or the uncanny valley and i'm like man that's keanu pulling this off so by the end of this i was absolutely jazzed up and i'm like you know this is seriously good action cinema yeah nearly three hours in length so if you love your long stuff this one's for you beaten into submission (laughs) uh where are we off to for number two now, number two, I'm going to jump into the horror genre. And so I was ranting about this the other week, but this is an Aussie release called Talk To Me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and look, you know, I mean, the thing with, you know, some a lot of people have asked me and they're like, you know, how can you be a film critic? What makes you, you know, special about being a film critic? And, uh, you know, I take it relatively seriously. And I thought, you know, the, the thing is, is that you've got to have an affinity for every genre and you've got to have a bit of an understanding of every genre. So it's like, if you're a food critic and you go, I don't like Japanese, you know, that doesn't kind of really fly. You've got to understand what is good Japanese and how does at work and so for me horror is a friend like is a genre that i used to really be scared of and i didn't like as a kid and so i pushed myself kind of critically to watch as many as i could and get through that threshold and be able to withstand it and now i look at them in a totally different light and i kind of see how effective they are and talk to me this aussie release is just one of the most effective horror debuts i've ever seen and so Effectively, you get uh, a, you know an embalmed hand here and you shake it and then you have a connection to the other world. And so these kids that have got it in this movie, they've got no idea you know what they're kind of you know reckoning with here. and it's um it's a great kind of allegory for peer pressure and drugs, and it's really 
really scary. And so this gave me nightmares kind of two nights in a row, which for most people, they'd say that puts that at the lowest of my cinematic releases of the year. But for me, you know, I always want to have a serious connection with the art. And I just couldn't stop thinking about Talk To Me. I think that this is um, a film that will become a classic in very short time. You are warned. I've seen the trailer and the trailer was enough to terrify me. So I'm staying away from that one. But I wish I could watch it because it does look brilliant. Uh, Hopefully I can watch number one. What's the best movie so far for you in 2023? uh, Look, I think the best movie that has come out this year is uh, Celine Song's Past Lives, a romantic film, Pablo. Look at you. Yeah, look at this. You know, I mean, look, I am a big softie. Uh, I know I'm always talking about, you know, kind of like juvenile comedies or horror or John Wick, you know, stabbing pencils into people's faces. But I do, you know, at the end of the day, I think that cinema is a machine that creates empathy. And I think that if you can tell a story about two people connecting and I go on that journey with you, Hey, you know, I, I'm kind of in love. And, you know, and Past Lives here is just is a gorgeous human movie just about kind of, you know, the tyranny of distance and how, you know, and how our trajectories go in different ways. And sometimes, you know, we connect with people and we're pulled away from them and then we're drawn back into them. And, you know, I just think that this is such a gorgeous movie and kind of, you know, and I really life affirming. And it just made me think about, you know, like um, the people that I've cared about in my life and also and where they are. And I hope that they're all right. And I hope that one day that we could maybe reconnect again. So, like, you know, yeah, if you, this is a real, you know, rainy Sunday afternoon you know, glass of red, nice film. So it's, it's not going to have you gouging your eyes out by talk to me or anything like that. But I think that this is this is the kind of movie too as well that I got into this game to, you know, to kind of talk about because it's something that could pass underneath someone's radar. And if someone is out there listening and they want to watch this smaller, really, really good movie, go and check out Past Lives. You won't regret it. And if that is all too much for you, John Wick is always there for you. <laughs> Which is, the yeah, if you watch all three of these movies back to back, you'll go into psychosis. So I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't recommend that. Uh, Adam, it's always good to chat and uh, we'll catch up in a few weeks. Yeah, my pleasure, Pablo. No worries. The feel-good start to your day. This is Pablo for breakfast. Triple M.